Were you there? Did you see us? Did you have fun? We're doing a recap of the 2022 Tom Ferry Summit and sharing our biggest takeaways. Trust us when we say you do not want to miss this. So let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Okay, Bus Bench Babes, today we have a really fun, special episode for you. Beth and I just got done with the Tom Ferry Summit. Beth went down to Dallas with the team. I was here taking it virtually, meeting all these awesome people online. And we are going to dive into our top takeaways, what we learned, uh, what we see coming this year. And if you're not in real estate, I think there's still going to be some really good takeaways in this episode for you. So, all right. Are you ready, Beth? I'm ready. Okay. So we're recording this uh, Zencaster. I'm at my house in between the nugget cushions that I've talked about famously on previous episodes. Uh, And Beth is at her house. And so it might sound a little bit different, but that's okay. Last year we recorded on a phone, remember? We were in the garage. You were in your parking (laughs) lot. You were in your truck at a campsite and I was in my garage because we had construction going on. So this is a thousand times better. Do you remember all that construction crap last yes. year? We had it. Oh yes. my gosh. I, oh. I still have trauma from it. Yes. We had some like troubleshooting issues before we recorded this and it brings back these memories. And we're like on what, 74 episodes or something at this point? 74, 75? Something. Yeah. And we're still like, are, are, what are we doing? And Ryan's just like, oh my gosh, you guys. But we got it. We're good. Um. So, well, let's let's dive into this. So, what Beth, what was your biggest takeaway from the Tom Tom Ferry Summit? Oh, you mean besides COVID? Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Beth ended up with COVID. She's back. I did, uh, but I'm she- doing good. Like I it just feels like a bad cold. So Thank- I am thankfully first day out of quarantine today. So I'm oh. feeling good. Good. Like on 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 the mend. The thing that is so weird though, Christy, I was thinking about. I have not been sick in so long, you know, just being kind of like germaphobes and washing your hands more, way more than I ever have in my whole life. I like forgot what it was like to feel sick. Oh, yeah. And COVID kind of hits you. It's like, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So Uh, I just feel like a head cold, but you know, I'm like tired. Like the tiredness mm -hmm. is what, you know, people talk about. And it's, it is true story. So I had dodged the COVID bullet until just now. So, yeah, I'm happy that you're you're feeling pretty good and that you're too. on the other side of it. So me too. That's really awesome. Yay, yay, yay! Oh, and that you don't really. I am health like like our mantra. I am healthy. I am strong. I fight germs all day long. That is what we say in our house regularly yep. with my daughter to keep us all healthy. And fingers crossed, wash our hands, all that good stuff. Yep. 
Okay, so aside from COVID, <laughs> aside from what that, was, aside from COVID, what was what do you think was your or like your top? Should we start with you maybe and then go back to me, or how do you want to do this? Let's just go back and forth. Okay, cool. So, what was your first takeaway? We're gonna maybe do like three ish each, three ish, <clears throat> four ish, whatever. What was your one of your biggest ones? Your takeaways? Um, I loved how a lot of it was just getting back to the basics of really launching a listing properly so you are able to get more business out of it. That's the whole entire goal. Like the whole the whole joke that's always been in real estate for like the past 25 years since I've been in it is he who with the most listings wins. And it's it's a it's like stupid saying, but it's actually true is that the more listings you have, the more additional pieces of business you can get from it. And what I mean by that is, is if you're launching a listing properly and like say you have a VIP open house prior to the regular open house where you're just inviting the neighbors, then the neighbors are like, oh my gosh, we were thinking about selling. Let's call Beth. Let's call her team. Mm -hmm. And then when Amy's working the open house and she's having conversations with people, she has the ability to capture buyers and either sell them our listing or sell them another property. And so you're you're constantly hoping that every listing is going to get you a stat that I heard, not at Tom Ferry, I don't think, but like somewhere else along the way is that every listing should get you like three to four additional pieces of business, whether that be another seller, another buyer, whatever. And I felt like this conference really went deep on all of like those things that we just have gotten lazy and just didn't have to do to sell a home in the last couple of years. Oh, and yeah. I was like, yep, we're getting back to the basics. And I needed a refresher on that just as much as probably everyone else in the room did too. Yeah. I think, I mean, again, not a realtor over here, but from what I've seen that you guys are going through and what's happening out there is the market has shifted yep. and it's no longer like it was three, six months ago, even it's very yeah. different and it's going to continue to change. And like these basics are what's going to really hold you, like pull you through it and really like who's going to come out of it is who's yeah. going to be winning. Right. So yeah. I'm actually going to dive into a little bit more from the marketing side of that, because that was probably my biggest takeaway of the entire conference was um, going back to the basics. So, and this is really like, and and this is kind of cool because it goes back to Taya. Remember when you had Taya on the, on the podcast, yep. Taya DiCarlo, who was episode, I don't even know, but look her up. Uh, she was on the podcast. And one of the things that she talked about and that we've been talking about for years now is it, you can't just post on social and have a business. You have to also do the work. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the quote we even pulled from her show. And yeah. so when we think about like, you're you're sending the email, like, my God, I hope you're sending the email at this point if you're listening to this podcast, but that's a whole nother thing. You're sending the email, you're doing the social posts, you're connecting with people. Maybe you're even like, um, you know, you started like a group, even online, whatever you have going on with within your community via social via marketing. If you're not actually like going out there and like meeting with people and like you're saying, like really working those listings and like doing those open houses and like really serving your clients, like fostering those relationships, all that other stuff, all that basic stuff. And Beth, you can obviously probably add a lot more to this list here. Mm -hmm. You, it's not going to work. It's not going to like 
give you the longevity and the life that you need Mm -hmm. in a business. Like you are going to just like only get maybe 40% or whatever that looks like for you. And eventually it's going to fizzle out. You can't just have an online brand without boots on the ground, which is what you say. And so that was the biggest takeaway um, for me and, and something that we knew as a team and something that we practice and actively work on. And when you bring on a new agent, something that we really, you know, make sure is very important to them as well. Uh, but the work ethic of your business, in addition to the work ethic of your marketing is they need yes. to be a combination. Yeah. They don't work independently. And those as, you know, in the creative world and in the the marketing and all the creative stuff and the social stuff, for me, it's like sometimes you feel like you're going to beat your head against the wall when something doesn't work. But then it's like it gives us an opportunity to go back and be really honest with ourselves as a team. And like, did we do the basics in addition to this marketing strategy that we had in place? Did we do the basics in addition to like this month of social media, right? Mm-hmm. And so then we can like go back and say, okay, well, what was actually missing and where does the pivot really need to to be? Mm-hmm. And so it provides us with more information. And I think when you... um when you do both, it's when you're as successful as possible. And if we're not, if we kind of like switch gears and go like backwards a little bit, back in the day, let's like date <laughs> ourselves here, uh, marketing was very different. And so social media didn't exist. And so if we go back where marketing was really different, uh, social media didn't exist. It was like in person, that kind of thing. Beth, like you were in this world for years then do it, doing this. I it's mean, hard to even imagine, but it was like it. There was none of the extra layer of the social media. There wasn't, and so you could take your marketing strategy and maybe like look at it a little bit differently and like pull numbers from it a little bit differently. And now there's so much gray. There's so much muddy area. There's so much like ambig ambiguity. I guess like I don't know. There's so much that you can't point a finger at when you when all of these things are meshing together and you're building a brand. And I've talked about this on previous brand building episodes and email marketing and that kind of thing. But like, that's the hard part. You can't say, well, I did this one thing and it gave me these results. When we talk about how a brand operates, it's boots on the ground. It's meeting with people. It's doing the basics. It's the marketing through email. It's the marketing if you're doing mm-hmm. bus benches, like hopefully you aren't, um, billboards, <laughs> email, um, actual mailings, that kind of thing. It's all that combination meshed together and how they work together is how your brand is operating efficiently or how your brand is operating and like, where are you at there? So we can't just like pull those couple things out anymore. We have to look at it from like a really like overhead view. And so that was really kind of cool to hear that he was really talking about and pushing um, Jason Pantana and Tom Ferry and pretty much everyone that was speaking, agents that were speaking is, it needs to be this mesh of everything, including going back to the basics, which I'm sure you know, but I mean, you do know, it's a lot of work. Like real estate is not easy. No, it is not for the faint of heart. If you think you're going to make an easy buck, you you picked the wrong career. (laughs) Especially after the last couple years and how it's been like, and it's and now you have to like this learning curve of where marketing and like social media and strategy is all going and brand building and like you got to get on you got to get on that like start doing all of it and meshing it together without leaving anything behind and I think that is like we're having to be as as realtors or you're having to be as a realtor like someone that's operating a fully functional small small business brand Mm-hmm. And that's a huge shift. So mm-hmm. they talked about that a couple years ago. We've talked about it a million times on here, but um, that for me was like, yep, the basics. Don't forget the basics. Yeah. So. 
Um, <laughs> what'd you think of the keynote speaker, Phil? I liked him. Did you we like did him? We did too. Yeah. So I here's the funny he backstory great. is what was it after? It was the first night. So like Monday night, no Monday night, the conference hadn't started yet. So it was Tuesday night the, after the first night of the conference. Um, I had been messaging with one of my girlfriends that lives in like wine country in California. And so she's like, let's get together and meet up and, you know, grab a Wait, drink. Pause. Who's this, who's this friend and how do we go to wine country to meet up with her? Her name is Megan and we can probably go visit her Megan, anytime we want. Megan, shout out. We're going to host something at your house, a retreat, the BPR experience. Oh yeah, okay. that would be fun. She would probably <laughs> love having us. So she's like, I'm starving. I need to get a bite to eat. And we were just going to meet like right after the conference. So we left and grabbed a uh, spot at the bar at the the steak restaurant just in the hotel, like literally in the, you know, the lobby. And we're sitting there hanging out and we just kind of had nibbles. And then Carrie went back to the room and, oh, Mark went back to the room. So Amy and I are sitting at the bar or no, Mark was talking to some people next to us. I'm just kind of sitting there hanging out. Amy starts talking to this guy on the other side of her and he was, Amy and I had ordered desserts and then he was just trying to engage us in conversation like not in like a creepy weird way, like in a really like just like a super friendly way. And so he was giving Amy crap about her key lime pie. And then Yum. she started having a conversation with him. And she said he was asking like really good questions. And then come to find out it was Phil Jones, the keynote. And Get she's out like, of here. oh my God, I feel like such an effing idiot because she had no <laughs> clue it was him. Oh my gosh. And he's like, well, this is humbling. He's like, most people actually know who I am. <laughs> but he doesn't <laughs> normally come in early for a conference. He usually just like flies in, does a speaking and then leaves. And then that all made sense is that now he's partnered up with Tom Ferry Okay. Wait, um, so how did how did she find out that did he tell her eventually? Was she like, oh hey, so why are you here? Um, he <laughs> said, How did he word it? I think he said, I'm here like as part of like the Tom Ferry or whatever. And she goes, Oh, awesome. She's like, Are you in coaching? And he's <laughs> like, uh, well, oh, not Amy. quite type thing. And then he's like, actually, I'm the keynote. And she's like, Oh, <laughs> she had like she literally she had no idea who he was i and, honestly like, would not have known either me neither like, yeah but i thought that that was hilarious and it probably was maybe a humbling moment for him too yeah if he's used to going places and flies into town and then gets kind of like chauffeured and wined and dined for his yeah. events and then flies out he gets treated like a rock star the whole time but he was just a fly in the wall at the conference giving and- any shit for key lime pie hilarious because so she she's get, like i she can't eat this he's like yeah you can eat that whole thing you totally can do it <laughs> but it was really good he was talking about like how to ask questions and like yeah. how to really like get to the the root of what you want um, yes yes i loved how he says with empathy caring about what the people you care about care about yes Yes. And like, how important is that? Especially when you're dealing, obviously that should be your first priority when you're dealing with like, say your family and your significant other and your children. But what about your clients that you, you truly care about? You mm-hmm. should actually give a crap what they care about yes. because 
what if you're if you can get to the root of what they care about and making sure that it's something that you would also care about how much deeper of a relationship are you going to have with them mm-hmm. it's going to be comp- exponentially different I think this was like such a huge thing for me too when I heard him speak. And then I, I could honestly talk for an hour just on what he said. And yeah. we'll put out I think we'll put out some more information, Beth, like maybe through some reels on social and stuff and through our email blasts a little bit more about this. So we don't spend the whole episode just talking about him. I know. And I need to order his book. Amy got hers already. I haven't even ordered mine yet. But I feel there was just so much goodness there. So much goodness and like working with people and just like a little bit of tweaks and wording and like what that does. But the empathy, yeah. like showing up and like you show up as a as a friend, right? Like you said, you show up as a friend. Like what's important to my friends? Well, then that's important to me. But like your clients, like yeah. I, it really was like an eye opening thing. So I I loved that so much as well. I did too. But then just just having backstory before he even got on stage with he and Amy was just felt like our own little inside secret. It was that's awesome. That's so cool. Amy, that's really funny. I can't wait to hear more about that. I know that yeah. she'll tell me on our call. Oh, so cool. He was a great keynote. Last year keynote was fantastic too. Uh, yeah. Really inspiring. Seth Godin was so inspiring and wonderful. This year though, he was... Um, I think stuff that you could really put into practice to start working right away in your personal and professional life. So I really did like, uh, I really enjoyed last year, but I really did like that we had some, some things, actionable items this year, really, which was well. And the cool thing is, is that now that he's partnered up with Tom Ferry, so like for an additional cost, of course, but I get it at like a (laughs) super, super mega discount price. Um, I was reading in some of the forums over the weekend how some of the Tom Ferry coaching clients have already started using. Um, and I think what you do is like you take an email conversation with you and a client and then put it in software or something oh. like that. And it helps give you dialogue of like how you would approach that client. And I think the AI of that figures out like how that client wants to be communicated with. And okay. like the communication style. And so it's been a little bit glitchy because obviously it's brand new. But a couple of people that said they'd used it, they're like, it was spot on. And they're like, it was so beneficial. And I'm like, okay, that's incredible. If we actually have something tangible other than just reading a book that we can take away yes. and implement into our team and the business, I think that'll be really powerful. I like that you just went in deep into the techie like side because like the AI piece of that, I I had it in my notes, but I'm like, do I even touch that? Because it's like, whoosh, what is this stuff, right? But that was like the fact that there's now software to help you. I am pumped. Like, yes. Right. Yes. yes. It's not always easy to get to that. The specific way, you know, like I've been programmed for almost 52 years of like, this is how I communicate. But if I can make just a couple of little tweaks and I could communicate and connect with someone that much quicker on a level that really resonates with them, God, why would I not do that? You absolutely would. And it's, it's an incredible, it's an incredible way to communicate. And like, it's a way to like learn and to start maybe shifting how we like say certain things or do certain things. And it's honestly like, that was like, oh my gosh, like, is this real life? I, I, I can't know. Even believe I'm like, how this. is this actually going to work? But to hear people say that they've been using it and they're like, oh my God, it's actually awesome. And it does yeah. work. I'm like, yay. 
And something else too, Beth, like, okay, think about as if you're an agent listening to this or any small business owner and you've had a day, you have had a day, right? You have been just like, you're tired. Maybe you don't feel good. You didn't have enough coffee, like uh, whatever it is. And you're like middle of your, your big, crazy, busy season. And you're like, get an email. And it's like this potential client and it, you really want to respond correctly. Your brain can't always compartmentalize everything, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can compartmentalize. And if you're a woman and if you're a mom, like you're, you're, you're a ninja, like you can do this, but you still hit your max. And do you ever just look at your screen and you're like, I can't like, I can't even do this. I don't even know what to say, like what's happening here. So like you get to that point and this could actually help you then articulate what you really wanted to say, Mm -hmm. you know, then like, cause you need to get the email out regardless, Mm -hmm. right? You need to respond. And so that was really super cool to help you in like those hard moments, like those challenging times too, to just be like a quick, like easy way to do it. I think. I know. I, it's, it's going to be a really powerful tool to have in the tool belt. Yes. Okay. So Christy, what was your next big takeaway? Okay. So I think, and this one really applies to everyone, everyone. Uh, And it was the question of just asking yourself, and this is going to seem really basic, but this is something that like, it's really important is, would this be natural to me or would this be a grind? And like asking yourself that like, throughout the process of things, like in regards to like, where do you start or like what direction to go? And so this was talked about a couple of times and like really identifying like what works best for you and like starting there and then building muscles. I think Glenda Baker touched on this, I believe. And Tom Theory talked about it a little bit, but I think Glenda Baker talked about it mostly. Um, and I didn't actually write down, but I'm, I'm hoping I remember this correctly, but like what's natural, what's a grind. And then figure out what to do first, right? So does this feel natural to me? Okay, cool. Like Beth, you're so good at like, if we broke down you to basics, right? Like say you were in your early days, right? If you can remember, like when you first got into this business, uh, like networking with people and like being a friend and like what's natural to you, like going out for dinner, like what is natural to you as far as like mm-hmm. networking and like building community and like that kind of thing and like going from there. And so, like I said, it feels really basic. And that's why I think it's like a really big takeaway because it's something that's really easy to miss. Like, no, I'm going to go do this, this one thing. What should we think of here? Like this one challenge, right? You see challenges. Door knocking or something. Door knocking or cold calling when you're ter- – and I'm not saying you don't do this ever. Like cold calling people that you kind of know from high school or whatever that is on your list or like this one challenge I'm going to do for like email marketing or social media even though like I don't even know where to start with it and I don't even have a social media page, right? Like yeah. it's just like going for that thing that is so hard when, okay, what am I natural at? What am I naturally good at? And what is not my grind? Can I step there and then build these other muscles along the way? And so I think it's something that we just do every day and that we like try to go back to as a team in general, that it's not something we even necessarily know we're doing. And just reminding yourself, like, really, what's an alignment for you? Honestly, like, what feels aligned in my life? What feels good to me? We've talked about this all the way to the woo, woo, woo side of it. And then human design with Katrina, like all this stuff. And then back to just like in your operating it in your business is natural alignment versus forced, hard, 
grind kind of thing. And sure, you're going to have to get there. Yeah. But if you build that muscle along the way, it's going to be a lot easier once you do. So and I, thought I that think was really when big. you first get into the business, you're um, sort of like told how to do it. Or if you're sort of like trying to model your business after, let's say, a successful agent in the in your office, what works for them? It's not a one size fits all prescription. Mm -hmm. And I think it's easy to fall into that trap of, yep, they did this. That's what I'm going to follow. And maybe there's just bits and pieces of that top agent's business that you're like, okay, I want to emulate some of these things, but a lot of this just doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like how I'm wired. Mm -hmm. So why are you trying to put a square peg in a round hole type thing? Exactly. Exactly. And And I think we do that with every area of our life and it makes life be exhausting sometimes. You're like, why am I doing this? This doesn't feel like me. doesn't feel authentic. It's fucking hard as shit. Mm-hmm. And life doesn't have to be hard. So one of my favorite things that, going back to Katrina, who's who's my business coach here, one of my favorite things that she says is it gets to be easy. And she preaches this over and over and over again. And you think, yeah. business entrepreneurial coach that says it gets to be easy, like, is she crazy? Like, no. Yeah. Actually, not everything's going to be easy, right? Like, some things we have to yeah. learn and, like, work that muscle. But, like your business gets to be easy in a way that it feels good to you. It feels in alignment. And when you are, it'll naturally, things will happen. It's when we put up these blocks and decide like, it has to be this way or that way. Like you had just said, like this person does it this way and this person does it that way. And like, it it can be what you needed to be. Yes, you still have to do X, Y, Z to have a functional small business or real estate business, but it's it's like working that muscle and building it along the way is what's going to make that easier. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really, really powerful too. Tom Ferry talked about it. And then, like I said, Glenda Baker, I think, was talking about it as well. Yeah. So and it's, it's, that was like, that's a really good one because it's not like, um, it's a subtle thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's something that could so easily be overlooked. Yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree. I think that sometimes we are, programmed that things are supposed to be hard to be successful, that I had to do the grind. How did you get to the success? I did the grind in the heart. And you hear these stories of these agents and absolutely you're going to have to work hard. I'm not saying that. You're not going to be able to sit on your couch and like build a sustainable real estate business. Like it's not going to happen. But it's this grind and like I never sleep and I just work and I never see my family or whatever that looks. I have no friendships anymore. It doesn't have to be that. It just doesn't. And I think that with any business, not just And I did this in the wedding business. I burnt myself out completely. And so wedding photography business. And so I know what that looks like. I know what that feels like. And this was well before I cared about being in alignment or was a mom or, or, (laughs) you know what I mean? So you're like, I have plenty uh, of time to burn myself out. Let's just go for it. And I really didn't have anyone else to worry about. So, uh, that I think that we're programmed that it has to be really, really hard. And we've actually Mm -hmm. talked about this, Beth, in a previous episode about growing up with, with moms that worked their asses off, asses off because they had to, and then being shown like, that's what you do. And like, no fault of them at all. They worked so hard and gave us our work ethic. Like, thankfully, like we have it because of them. But you are subconsciously like programmed then that like, and everything we see out there, the hustle grind culture, which yeah. I am just, ugh, um, that it, it it doesn't have to be that necessarily. So yeah. Yeah. Totally am on board with that. <laughs> so my third takeaway, and it's 
it's not even something that was like talked about at the conference. I think this probably was one of my least favorite summits, if I'm just going to be totally transparent and not, not because the conference wasn't good, but I think the, uh, the summit in general is geared towards the masses versus like when I go to my elite retreat conferences that I love talking about, but you and I don't get to have these conversations because I can only, I'm the only one from the team that can go. So like you have to be an elite coaching to go. You can't bring anyone from your team. And I feel like there it's just everyone that their business is sort of at a, like maybe a higher level, a different level. And the summit is geared towards everyone. They're trying to find like, okay, what kind of information can we share that is going to meet the majority of the people in the room where they're at? Like help the most people. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm not going to fault the conference that, I mean, I just feel like we've done so much work the last few years of like, let's really like get all these marketing things in place. Obviously from when you and I partnered up, like we're going hard on everything marketing related. And I've been in the business for 25 years. So like a lot of these concepts are not new. They were, they were good refreshers, but they're not necessarily new to me. So I think one of my biggest takeaways was I'm not going deep enough in my Tom Ferry community with my friends and agents that I know mm-hmm. or as deep as I could. It's really interesting to me, like my friend Matt, he's a British guy married to a girl from Wisconsin and he's, um, super cool agent down in Tucson. So I met him, I think it was at his very first summit. And he got into the business with his father-in-law, who's been an agent for, you know, 30 years or something crazy. And he wasn't even licensed. He was waiting for his license to come back from the state of Arizona when he was at his first summit. And to see now Robert Mack, who was one of the 10X speakers, he and Robert Mack like summit mountains now and they become best friends. Cool. And I see like how incredible and like Brian from Real Tall Real Estate in Atlanta and his husband, Ryan, Brian and Ryan, um, when Mark and I were flying out, we sat in the Delta Lounge with them for about an hour and just kind of shot the shit and caught up. And they said like some of their inner circle people that were at their wedding in Mexico are people that they know from Tom Ferry. Wow. And like part of me, I was like, okay, I have a network of friends and I'm using air quotes for friends, but not necessarily people that I would invite to my wedding you know, so I feel like I'm I'm missing an opportunity by not going deeper on some of my Tom Ferry friendships and relationships and people that I've gotten to know over the years. And I I feel like I could be doing that better for sure. That's a pretty cool takeaway. That's a really good takeaway. Yeah, it's a really personal one. It took me a few days because I was like, what? Because I'm like, I never want to go to a conference and feel like, yeah, that was a waste of my time because nothing is a waste of your time if you're looking at it through the right lens. And so was the conference, did I learn a ton of new tips and tricks at the conference? No, maybe not. Did I have a lot of great reminders of things you're like, yeah, Beth, get off your ass. We need to get back in action on X, Y, and Z for sure. But that really was my takeaway after I was able to sit back and just kind of marinate on it a little bit is like, I could be doing this better. 
like with my friendships at Tom Ferry, you know, I've referred family members um, and friends, kids and whatnot to agents within the Tom Ferry community this year. And they've gotten such fabulous care, like in like with their home purchase. It's a really incredible group of humans, just like not being a part of the coaching because again, I'm not the realtor, but like who we've had in the podcast, Glenda Baker, Tata Carlo, and just the people that we've networked with here and like that you share about, it seems absolutely incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is like good human beings. Yeah. And you know, like one of my girlfriends, I'm not mentioning a name or even what part of the country she lives in she was posting something on social one sunday morning like three weeks ago and i'm like i knew she was going through divorce i'm like she's getting divorced like absolutely so i sent her a message outside of insta and i said what's going on i'm like something's going on and she's like we're getting divorced and i'm like okay how are you feeling about that like what is what's going on i'm like is there anything i can do to help and she's, you know, she just sort of like blah and like shared everything. And I'm glad I could be that person for her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, I, 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 I would agree this conference was, I've only been to the two yet last year and this year, uh, last year for me, like more information to implement this year, a little bit less, but like some great reminders for yeah. sure. Um, also a great reminder that we're doing so much and we've implemented so much and so much of all of this information we're providing on the podcast and like through the community that we're serving, which was really cool. So like lift me up way in that way. Last year was more like lift me up way and like go do all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, this year was lift you up that you're doing a lot of great stuff. Like here's like some basics and like a couple of good reminders, like you mentioned. So yeah. I sort of like from my side kind of feel that same way. I don't have the opportunity to be a part of like that community like you, but I can for sure see how cool it is. And it's really Mm -hmm. cool to see Amy and Carrie on the team. Um, It's really cool to see uh, what's going to happen there with them. I can't wait to dive into their experience there when we chat in just two days. So yeah. uh, I have one more. I was going to like dive into the Google ad stuff and the outranking Zillow, which that Jason Pantana went over. But to be honest, it's going to go over our heads a little bit, I think. That was and a lot of info. It's a lot. And I think that we can dive into this. I think we can maybe play around with it, Beth, and see how it works for us with Ian and all that good stuff. And then kind of go from there and maybe share some real life stuff than just like, this is what I think you should do, right? Yeah. So we can be really accurate because we really do want to provide information on here that's really accurate and that you can implement. So until we touch it ourselves, maybe I'll just pause that. Um, But the other thing were, and this is really a basic, basic thing is that the, the consensus is there's going to be less agents. There are, I mean, you're seeing the downward trend Mm -hmm. and more experts. So the quality versus quantity and it's, I think for a while, or, and maybe you're still seeing this, is like all the newer agents, and nothing's wrong with new agents, Amy, we love you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> poor Amy, because they really, they really, like a lot of people were knocking new agents. And I get because you've been doing this for a while, but like they do bring a lot to the table and we absolutely need them. So, um, but the ones that got in just like during the the COVID rush. What do we even call this, Beth? Like, it's literally in a like, nice way. Like, like the COVID rush. The COVID rush. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like the to gold say rush. Without being yeah. like awful sounding, but um, they're phasing out. It's going to continue to phase out, and because the market has shifted and will shift again, and eventually it will be a buyer's market again. Right? Things will sh- or 
What a, yep. Yeah. Wait, yep, I just, I thought right. I got backwards. No, nope, you said it right. It right. Um, okay. Um, things will shift again, again and again. And like, you have done this for long enough. You know what that looks like. You know what, it, like all that looks like you've lived it all. Mm-hmm. So like the, the idea, the consensus is there are going to be less because it is harder and it's going to continue to get harder. And you're going to need to provide quality information, quality service, quality, everything in order Mm -hmm. to have the sustainable business. So we go back to like, you need the marketing, you need the boots on the ground, and you need the quality amongst all of it. So that was a really big thing too, because uh, I think it was like new older agents. And it was, it feels almost like there's this feud or like there has been this like feud. And I think it's going to fizzle and there's going to be a little more like middle ground, which I think is going to be a happier space to operate in. Mm -hmm. Just my guess. I don't know for sure, but that's kind of what it's feeling like. And then I think the new agents, the newer agents that stuck through are maybe going to feel a little bit more like they have ownership in this arena is kind of what I'm thinking, which is going to feel good overall. And they're going to bring so much more to the table too. So that meshing I think is going to be great. Mm -hmm. And honestly, an older agent not operating a brand is either retiring or going to phase out eventually anyways. Sorry, it's just going to happen. So that middle ground where we can like operate more as like a team or like just as an overall, I don't even know. It's just going to feel better, I think. I think so too. Yeah. So. I think so too. <sighs> there are some our, good takeaways. They're so yeah, different. Like yours and mine were so different, which I suspected they would be. Yeah, they, last year like totally different too. It's really fun though to see it from different perspectives. And yeah, uh, one really fun thing too is like last year I learned so much about real estate. I think like more so this year I'm like, oh Beth, Beth, tell I I knew that um, I, I knew that like I know all this stuff and, and not to sound like. I know everything because my gosh, I, I could not sell a house, like not going to happen. Um, but I could help you get there, but <laughs> not going to do it. Uh, but like, I've, I've learned so much working with you and like our relationship and the team and stuff in the real estate side that like, yeah. it actually was interesting this year. I wasn't learn. I'm sure there were tidbits, but I wasn't learning, learning, learning the real estate side. All the nuances I, of the business yeah, in addition yeah. to the other what stuff. the conference was teaching. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was interesting for me. Very different. You're like, whew, got that learning curve. I kind of felt like more part of it, maybe. Like, oh, yeah, I know that. I know that. Like, I've been selling for years, have not been selling for years. (laughs) Well, and I think a lot of that probably hit home for um, Carrie, too. Oh, sure. Because she had literally only been on the team for three weeks. Well, so she was part time, very part time, though. Yeah. Chris brought her on, and now she's full time, full time. So, yeah. Yeah. But for her to be, be full time in the business, and we're like, hey, we're going to plop you in a conference for She a went week. from a month on a cherry farm and we're like, Tom Ferry Summit, Carrie, get in there. Yeah. But I'm sure she. She's like all in. She yeah. is, she is like nothing like fills her up more. And it was so, the one night, this is a total sidebar. We were at um, the coaching party and which I may or may not have snaked some tickets for, for the team. Um <laughs> She was like so amped up with energy at the end of the night. And I'm like, I'm like, it, I don't even know how you do it. And she's like, Beth, it's my human design. I wake up every single day with all the energy that I need for the day. And I'm like, I love how much, how well she Carrie knows herself. Mm-hmm. It's 
that is totally like a superpower she has. It feels so good to be around her, her energy. And like, yes. you and I are not extroverts. Like we rent, we run somewhere in the middle more, yeah. right? Would you say? Yeah. I'm extroverted if I need to be, but yeah. that is not my first nature. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not like that. And like, I have a daughter who is an extrovert. And like, at the end of the day, I'm like, how are you still standing? Carrie. That is how same that they are still standing. They're still like filled up going to bed. Like, Oh my God, this was the day. And I'm like, it was, I'm like, it's a great day, but I need, I need to go to bed. Yeah. 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 It's so interesting to know that about yourself. Mm -hmm. She's like, I have all the energy I need for the entire day. And I'm like, there's days where I don't even know if I can make it to net, to lunch with the, the lack of energy that I have. So it was just so, f- right? I'm like, it's coming that rub off. I and would then, imagine, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I would imagine going to this conference with Amy and Carrie and Mark would have been just so much fun. So much fun. Like, yes. I was like, oh, man, like, gosh, would it have been fun to be there because couldn't make it work on my end for personal things, but like, goodness, would it have been fun? Such a good energy. Like it just, I just knew it was going to be great. I'm so glad it was. Yeah. 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 Next year you're going to have to come in person and get the real deal for yourself. Yeah. They're good. They're good people to be around the energy when we meet and stuff is fantastic. So yeah, it's awesome. It is. No. So it was, it was a really fun week. Oh, and, um, we had adjoining rooms. So uh, Amy checked into the hotel first. We all had flew in early because we all had friends in Dallas. So Mark and I went and stayed with some of our friends and just floated in their pool for a day. And then Carrie went shopping and sightseeing and Amy hung out with uh, two girlfriends. And so Amy got down to the hotel first and said, and so I said, just ask if we could sort of be near one another. And my thoughts are like a couple doors down. So they gave us adjoining rooms and Mark's like, you're joking, right? And I'm like, no, it's going to be. So <laughs> Carrie and Amy are like, we're rooming with mom and dad. I love it was that. so funny. Oh, that's so funny. But it was perfect when you're like, okay, what are you wearing today? Like, what kind of outfit are you wearing today? <laughs> you're like, okay, I'm coming in. Mark, you dressed? Okay, coming in. <laughs> it was super funny. That's so good. We have like so. a little, we have like a little family. It's really, really fantastic. I It is awesome. It's great. It's awesome. And cool to be able to share these things with them, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, so those were our top takeaways from the Tom Ferry Summit. Um, And yeah, what else you got, Beth? That's it. I'm just resting and taking it easy so I can be back in full gear. and With your fresh antibodies? With my fresh antibodies, yes. Yep. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Well, so if you went to the summit or if you have more questions or you're like, what what about those Google ads, right, Christy? Uh, Hit us up on social or if you're not on our email list, sign up for our email list. You can do that through Instagram or the website um, and send us a message and we will get back to you. So until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bench. And keep being a badass boss babe that you are. All right, we did it. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.